Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lost Remote Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm joined by Arthur and Zach. I know where your remote is. I know you've been looking for it. Bad news. It's downstairs with all of those nasty, nasty ghosts. Folks, we're talking about 13 ghosts this evening. And it's a it's a, a spookier modern flick. It starts off with a, a nice ghost hunt by a rich man, as 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 always, right? You know, typical, right? Typical of rich guys wasting their money. Um, he's he's hired a psychic, and the psychic helps him find the ghosts. And uh, the ghost hunt goes as planned, kind of. And poor Uncle Cyrus is killed during the capture of this final ghost. Mm. Well, his family's informed that he is dead, and he's left them a nice lovely glass home out in the middle of nowhere they go out and discover all the trinkets within and they also find 13 or actually 12 12 terrible ghosts in the basement the 13th ghost is yet to come gentlemen regular glass house or a nefarious nefarious device what do you think which would we prefer to live in? Sure. I would prefer the non-nefarious glass house. <laughs> Just going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. I uh, I would prefer the ne- nefarious glass house. That way, you never know which way you can walk when you're leave- going from room to room. Well, I think <laughs> if it was a nefarious evil device, it might, you know, the, this, the resale value might be higher. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. You could sell it to Danzig. Find find the right buyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's a it's, it's a it's a fun movie. Um, yeah. The house, the clockwork element is pretty cool. Um, it reminds me a lot of the box from Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. In a mechanic, like it's not. It does, folks. It doesn't look like the box from Hellraiser, but it, it in a sense, it has like a, it, it'd be like a, a distant relative to the box in Hellraiser. You know? See that? Love me, come to your vision. Yeah. Uh, no! Do not do that. That's the expensive China. <laughs> a moment that will never die. No. Uh, so, did either of you guys ever see the original? No. No, sir. I was just talking to Casey, and he was saying, in the theater, you had uh, like 3D glasses, and it would let you see extra things on the screen uh, with that. Like it was like red glasses, you could see like little stuff in there. So that's where I like the idea of the glasses in this came from. I thought that was cool. Ah, I see. So that was a, um, there was a reason for the ghost vision glasses is that's how it yeah, was yeah, watching yeah. the theater. That's a nice throwback. I, I, mm-hmm. That's a nice little thing. Uh, cast wise, uh, you know, Matt Lillard. I just, I love him, man. I was I did I I don't know if I said it on recording last week or whenever that gets posted. Uh I <laughs> this is another movie talking about Reign of Fire last time with the prequels. This is another movie I want the prequel. Oh, I yeah. wanted I wanted the Dennis Rafkin 
ghost hunter movie because <laughs> he's just such a fun character. You you want to see him gather the uh, the eleven that you don't see him gather in this yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? Well, I guess yeah, and you could even cut out the what was it the fourth, the fourth ghost, uh, and just do the other ten. Yeah, that that'd how... have been that'd have been a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not that's not much of a hunt. It's like how do you get one of those <laughs> to a hospital? Uh, you can you go to the hospital where you know <laughs> your nephew's yeah. life is in critical condition. I'm the ta- box around the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like you got to get one of those containment cells in. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I, I I would totally love it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it seems like it'd be maybe uh, two prequels. You know, because I'd want I'd want you know a little bit more detail, but. I like I I want more more backstory on each of the ghosts. They seem real yeah. interesting, mm-hmm. and if you go online, you can find the backstory of all the ghosts. So I did. <laughs> what uh What are some standouts? Uh, I like the uh, great child and the dire mother. That yeah. one is the duo ghost. Uh, standouts. None of the like the they. The uh, the torso. He was his his back like the longest backstories were it was I think the uh, the dire the the great child and the dire mother. <clears throat> Folks, I'm referring to the uh, names given as an archetype to the ghosts. This is not their actual names of the people who were alive. The uh, archetypes are listed as a like Devil's Zodiac, which is a total of 13 ghosts, which is where the title of the movie, you know, is derived from, kind of, except for it's a remake. But did, did you look up the director's filmography? No, I did not. I expected Zach, you to. Zach is doing the thing where he's going to look before I can tell him instead of just <laughs> letting it happen. No, um, actually. So, directed by Steve Beck, and I'm going to go reverse order. He directed three things. Oh, dear. Ghost Ship was the newest. <laughs> 13 Ghosts. And then a video short, Nissan, colon, pigeons. A group of pigeons <laughs> attempt to poop on a new Nissan car, but it's too fast for them. Huh. Nice. <laughs> this is quite the filmography. Yeah, Once again, kind of. <laughs> in reverse order. Ghost Ship, 13 Ghosts, and Nissan Pigeons. <laughs> it uh, it answers some questions I have about uh, the execution of the movie. My The reason I picked this movie is um, I watched it not too long before our uh, Reign of Fire episode, because I occasionally like to watch the movie. I don't like how it's executed a lot, but I love like the metaphysics stuff like I, I love i love the idea of the movie i think the idea of the movie is great the concept's great but uh i think a lot of the execution left uh a bit it's, of a... it's almost a movie that should have been a pg-13 movie if you're gonna have the kids the kid involved so much um it's almost like too cutesy and funny to have it get as violent as it does it sometimes i don't know it's yeah. in a weird space like when you talk about the execution Oh. Yeah, well, my 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 um my problems in the execution are even though the uh, 
the the glasses are an, an, a nice touch but i feel like the ghosts themselves even in in glasses view were a little bit too uh material looking to me i wanted them to be more ethereal uh just a smidge they didn't have to be like super translucent just you know you can kind of see through them you know that kind of thing but not not they didn't have to be super translucent just you know I didn't like the fact they were. They just looked like they were there. I was like, "That's a little bit much." And uh, some of the, I I I excused the jumping around of the ghosts because that's just could be explained as a form of travel, basically traveling at the speed of thought. Um, you know, they but a little bit more purpose to some of them would have been nice rather than just kind of aimlessness. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to touch on something as well because we have activists in this movie and uh, they believe that these ghosts and I I agree with them these ghosts shouldn't be captured like this only because they are the actual souls of the people Mm -hmm. now I bring that up because I want to talk about the professional life of the Ghostbusters. And they essentially do the same thing, but I would like to point out that there is possibly two different kinds of humanoid ghosts. When I say humanoid, it's people, it's ghosts or spirits that were once human and they are dead now. There's the echo and then there is the actual soul. That's supposed to go off to somewhere else and be in eternity, and who knows what happens after that. But um, the echoes, I believe, are what Ghostbusters primarily would deal with, which are basically just left behind imprints of the person, like a like a almost like an artificial intelligence. It always repeats the same thing every night. It does the, all the stuff over and over again. They even call them what what like. Uh, free roaming vapors or like you know uh repeating phantasms that kind of thing it's just it's running on programming rather than an instinct or or a uh, memory of a, ha- a haunt like and it really yeah. is kind of like a yeah, yeah. okay yeah it, yeah so that's and that's that's also an explanation is they're not so strong because they don't they're not an actual soul say so they rely on external energy and that's why in this movie the souls are collected because they are a source of energy in order to power the machine. So they're correct, the activists, that these are souls and they shouldn't be captured like this. But the Ghostbusters don't tend to work in soul capture because if it's a soul, they could probably actually discuss things with the soul. And the ghosts are just kind of mindless or rather like think of it as a computer program and they're just running their numbers night after night. You know that kind of thing. They're pathing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. So yeah, to you know, that's the that's the gist. That's that's what I like about the movie. Is like these are actual souls. Is used. I want to point out another thing. I don't want to go on too long, but to anyone who thinks that they're dealing with the devil and the devil's telling you he's got this nice uh, Oculus and furnace. <laughs> Which is, you know, the plot of the movie is these souls are to power this device that allows it, you to control the Oculus and Furnace. 
and that's the the eye of hell and the eye of hell can see into the future i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you right now that's the lie <laughs> like uh you skip could, all that yeah you, yeah yeah you could you could skip the oh the devil's got the, the keys to the future oh i'm sure you're not tricking me into building a gate to hell <laughs> <laughs> like oh okay so okay that's all it does huh it brings forth the pretty eye sneaky okay. say yeah yeah nice call yeah no like it, I, it, as powerful as a, as a creature or a being like that would be determining the actual future is nigh impossible because it changes <laughs> even like uh, I, I don't want to get too much into it but like you could bring that up to the devil and he'd be like well, what do you mean no it's all set in stone promise you know no no you're a liar that's a gate <laughs> okay right right guys it's a gate Indeed. Yeah. It is. <laughs> that's not discussed in the movie folks that's just my own like yeah that's probably bullshit <laughs> Mm-hmm. Zach. Ah, so I, I really like. I do like the look of the ghost in this. Whereas Brian wanted him to be a little bit more, what, what kind of translucent, I guess, yeah, where you can see through him a little just bit. A Just a smidge. I get that. Uh, my favorite ghost, though, is the uh, hammer. Oh, just the hammer. I like, yeah, I like the spikes and stuff in his face, and I like how he tries to get Matthew Lillard with the spike. Uh, gives him the bird. I mean, spoiler alert: his backstory is pretty gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, that's him. But I also am very curious in the activists, Brian, like how they learn so much that flares will scare these demons, you know, or these well, souls. That that's them. You know? That's like that they're they're essentially you know in the business as well. Yeah, like, it's just side of it, you know. They have seen uh, shit that will turn you white. So. Yep. They're kind of like ghostbusters. Yep. 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 Compacts, you know. So I was just kind of curious about like, they're oh, ghost pita. Yeah, Gita. They're no, they're they'd be pedagog, people for the ethical treatment of ghosts. Yep. Pete hog. Pete hog. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, I also enjoy, uh, I really enjoy Tony Shalhoub so much, and I, I like him in this, and then I just, I, I think his character, uh, I like how you get to see how the change at the very beginning after his wife dies, and he's like all upbeat, and then just drug through it, you know, when you first get inter- or introduced to him after the opening credits, I guess, and how life just kind of kicked him, and he's, he's uh, not able to function anymore. How they have their assistant after not having money who knows man mm-hmm. that's it that's not as a, that's his that's his ta man <laughs> at the school <laughs> that's that's one of the jobs he gives her is <laughs> to watch his kid <laughs> sure we'll go with that i'll, I'll take it uh, at least it'll be yeah of all the things i'm gonna go ahead and just believe from the movie um she needs references, okay, Arthur? Okay. Mm-hmm. She's working on it, you know. So, this does have a really funny line that just cracks me up in it, and it's um, we'll just dive right into one of the cooler kills, I think, is uh, the lawyer 
when uh, he runs into the princess after the she's let princess, out of her yeah. angry princess after she's let out of her cube and uh, the door slams in the middle of him and he splits in half and um, yeah, not horizontally but vertically you know <laughs> for everybody who hadn't seen it and whenever the the uh, nanny nurse TA, whatever she <sighs> is asking about the lawyer so like what do you do split where'd the lawyer go did he split I just that just oh. made me crack up it's a cheap joke, but stick around. Farts. Yes. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's. I like I like how they included the kid's uh, microphone and recorder set in order for him to hear the ghosts, because otherwise that wouldn't have been something that happens so much. I was wondering yeah. about that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's got that mic and recorder kit." So I was like, "Oh, that's good. That's good. It's good." White. That's up. how uh, uh, the the dad Tony believes that there are actually ghosts in the house is because he gets to hear his wife's voice. Mm-hmm. Was that when? Is that when he first got the confirm? Mm-hmm. I think I so. I thought it was had... with the glasses. I don't think he put the glasses on. I think yet, that was pretty much everyone's that. introduction to the ghost here. It's like, hey, because put these on. You'll have a real good time. He he didn't see the ghost until after it the jackal drug away Shannon Elizabeth and was tearing her up and he I pulled think her that down was and then realized there were ghosts. Yeah. I would have <laughs> been like, oh look at all that evidence. <laughs> she learned how to fly. I don't know. I'm still not sure. It's going for her shirt. <laughs> it's uh Kinda. I mean, there's some there's some evidence. I'd like yeah. to do some research. I'd like to listen to some podcasts that say whether or not it could be a ghost. Just, <laughs> I just don't want to like jump into conclusions here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people spontaneously slide down a hallway, getting their clothes and their skin shredded a bit, and then lift it up onto the wall. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh it's bad plumbing. Yeah. Just uh, something wrong with the wiring in this house. Yeah, <laughs> we got people just kind of floating up, their clothes getting ripped off. It's uh... look, it's a unique fixer-upper. Yeah, I, I know we don't get a whole lot of every ghost, but I think we get a view of every ghost at least a bit. So Zach said his favorite. Arthur, do you have a maybe a creepy ghost or a favorite ghost? I mean, the what's her name in the bathroom? That whole execution is creepy as hell. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's just watching her. Uh, yeah, and like the the glasses coming on and the effect of the blood on the walls and stuff like that. I thought that was very well done. Yeah. Looking through the glasses to detect the blood on the wall. Angry princess. Yeah, it. I mean, the whole execution of that was pretty mm-hmm. rad. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's hard to beat that. I I like the uh, what's the other? Yeah, the Juggernaut's pretty dope. Like yeah. I like the Juggernaut as well. And he's uh, yeah, he was he was good. So um, like I said, like that's one of the strengths is the um, the ghosts are all pretty unique and solid. Yeah, looking. yeah. Like like I said, like in in the Zodiac, they they fill fulfill an archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and they all have a nice title, which the movie conveniently goes through for us. It's nice of them yeah. to do that, bring us yes, up to speed. Is. Yeah, I'll take it. The Great Book of Exposition. What's yours, Brad? I actually, you know, uh, I like, um, I like the, uh, oh, what was the kid? The bow and arrow, the, the, the arrow through his head. That one's a good Firstborn? one. Firstborn? The, the uh, I can't remember his name. Here's his archetype name, anyway. I can't remember. Torn yeah. Prince? No, Torn Prince no, was no, the guy with the baseball bat. Great Child? Yeah. No, no. no the, the, the Great Child and the Dire Mother was yeah, the, the, the uh, pair. They're, that, they're one of my favorites, too. They just kind of. The... One, two, three, four, five. The Jackal's pretty creepy looking, too. Yeah, I like the Jackal. Yeah, Firstborn Son, right? That, that was yeah, the Firstborn, firstborn son. son. Okay. okay. It was also in the movie Good Boy. <laughs> uh, he was not in Nissan Pigeons, though. Oh, that's a shame. So oh, he had not worked with this director before. That was the one that launched <laughs> careers. Yeah. I hear those birds never have to worry about feet again. Ever. <laughs> Ever at all. Yeah. Uh, director, obviously not very loyal, because there's only two people in that Nissan commercial. I don't think either one of them are in this movie, so... Thanks a lot, guys. Not sure about the ghost ship distribution, but maybe he's a terror to work with. Mm. But don't, don't, don't. Thank you, thank you. Now I'm, I am looking through the ghost ship cast to see if anybody. I'm not seeing anybody that jumps Nothing. out. Yeah. Not at a glance. Uh. Uh, what else did we talk about with this movie? I mean, like the whole, the house design, I, I would have liked to have gotten into it a little more before it turned into a uh, prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, when they first opened the door, the first thing that popped in my head was, oh, did you see that? It's that door stuck a bit. I'll get one of my guys come down here with a can of WD-30, <laughs> WD-40, and then, you know, just take it, take it, yeah. <laughs> Arthur, do you still have the IMDb page? for uh for 13 gifts yeah check out the writers uh-oh okay uh so, oh. if there's i want oh. to see if there's one you recognize on the uncredited <laughs> yeah. uncredited james gunn james oh gunn <laughs> well, that explains the music score a little punch up yeah that music score really that. threw me off for this movie. I was like, oh, we, like, that's not the kind of music I would want if I'm going to try to make this a creepy going on some of this stuff. You know, it didn't even really sink in for me what I was listening to music-wise. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We needed an actual like composer doing creepy music. Early 2000s, man. That's how they rolled Rob White with the story. Yep. Wrote the original. Yeah, well. <clears throat> screenplay by Neil Marshall Stevens and Richard Diovaro. Uh, who yeah, also... Just pointing out James Gunn. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> Um, Trying to think if anything else jumps out here on his thing. Uh, one of the guys that had, had written Murder Cycle as well. 
So, you know. <laughs> Good yeah. stuff. Curse of the Puppet Master. There's some credits on that account. Credits. <laughs> credits. Like it. Uh, yeah. What uh, What else you got, Brian? What uh, What would you call out to someone who hasn't seen this movie? Why would? Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, I mean, I, I always say watch it because it is it is a, a a bit of a good watch. Uh, I I would just try to you know skim over the stuff I don't like about it, which you know I I've already discussed some of. But um, yeah, I mean, like it's it's. It's got excellent. What I what I appreciate about it is the visuals. Mm-hmm. They're good visuals in it, um, which is what I would consider clutch for a movie like this. If you can't get the the ghost right, then it's just gonna not. It's gonna fall flat. And on some of it, they went. Uh, I would say a smidgen overboard. And I, I would I would mention Zach's character, that he the the ghost his fave was a little overboard. I mean, yeah, a, a, a spike here and there. Overboard. A spike here and there is okay, but like he was, he was loaded. They they really sold it a lot on him. <laughs> uh, I mean, he uh, <laughs> he was a Rob Liefeld character. He, he was an X Force for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like patches on your heroes? I'm gonna give everyone patches everywhere. Yeah. Uh, this guy's called spikes? the hammer. His oh, hand that's... is a hammer. <laughs> um, it's the. Uh... It's the thing from. Uh, Say it. He says spikes. Give him spikes. It's Army of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make this hammer scarier somehow. Well, I was like, well, I mean, yeah. well, let's load him up with spikes. Load let's him put up, a spike load every in. quarter inch on his face <laughs> and then his shoulders. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, you can use him as remember, remember Pinhead. Mm-hmm. We hear you like pins in your head, so we're going to put railroad spikes in your head. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the, yeah, the, the deaths were very violent. Well, one, one, the death that didn't quite fit for me, though, was the lady who got squashed. Kind of looked, I, cool. I it still like looks that. funny. It did look hilarious. That's right. <laughs> as she's, as she, it's coming too. She like she doesn't really like she collapses down to like where she's two inches before she's like smushes like a grape, you know? Like yeah, but it was it was a little CG because it was still her regular mm-hmm. face. They just kind of like distorted it with the. I know that's what I was talking about. The way it looked funny is yeah. Uh, like, eh, eh, eh. The uh, that's what I was saying. Tonally, it's just kind of odd. Like, cause yeah. it is very violent, but then also it's like the little kid funny stuff. It's just, it's an, it's so, an odd spot, uh, space. I like, uh, I like the uh, the kid in this. Is that the, did Tony Shalhoub steal him from Renee Zellweger and uh, Tom Cruise and dye his hair brown? Because he a lot, acts a lot like the kid from uh, Gary <laughs> Maguire. <laughs> I could not follow yeah. that. Yeah, uh, we were just like, where are you going, Zach? Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> the way he was infatuated with death and the, the the tone of his voice and way he delivered lines that's what it reminded me of. I was like huh did not consider him yeah you know Matthew <sighs> Lillard's performance in this movie normally I think his stuff's a little 
he's a, a little over the top, but in this one, like it seemed to fit a lot because mm-hmm. I, I was really liking the feel he was given, especially when he got back up from the basement mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, uh, I've been lying. You need to get the hell out of this house. That was tight. Yeah, it was like, uh, I, I thought that was a great scene. Like uh, I thought he was like, I was like, wow, that was actually pretty perfect from him on that. And I was like, yeah, that's nice. I, I liked, uh, you know, this guy's been harassing us. Next thing he's going to say is he owed him money. He owed me a <laughs> shitload of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just uh, thought yeah, it was good. Do you remember the first time you saw this? When did you realize that Cyrus didn't die and he was actually alive? Uh, I watched it for the first time in like January and I realized it when it was revealed. Yeah. That's like, I go, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Well, Zach, um, that's in, that's in relation to my complaint about the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Because if the ghosts did look different from regular people, then that would have been revealed. Like it, that's why I wanted it to be subtle translucency just like uh, they're almost there like they're they're almost translucent just not completely that way it might have been like and just do quick shows of cyrus rather than those long project like protracted like them staring at him like ooh, it's cyrus (laughs) yeah i it to me and i just i don't remember what the first time i watched it but i haven't seen this in years and so i just I kind of forgot that he didn't die, but whenever I saw him uh, flash, whenever they take the sun, I was like, oh, yeah, he's not dead. Because he just doesn't have the same look as the rest of the ghosts either. Yeah, but I thought that was just... Because he's fresh. recently died? Yeah, Yeah. he's right off off the factory floor. And then it came to whenever the mom showed up, too. She hasn't been dead very long, either. Yeah. And so he... Yeah, he... Like Brian said, he looks like he's just fresh off the, out of the factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, they still, they still carry. Like she still carried a bit of her actual pigmentation in mm-hmm. her skin. When, when that, 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 like that, that's that's what makes me kind of sad is that they were trying to pull off this, like this fast one, with oh, Cyrus isn't dead. The only way they could pull that off is by sacrificing a look of the ghost. So you had to make the ghosts look like they were actually there, like mm-hmm. just walking around in physical form rather than that's a, a soul. And it's it should it in I know it sounds funny to say, but in reality, they wouldn't look like that at all. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they, they, like they, they might retain their like humanness and how they died. Yeah, that seems plausible, but they, they wouldn't be like, oh, it looks like I could just reach out and touch those implants you know <laughs> speaking about the uh, angry princess folks she's a uh... not a lot of time in wardrobe a lot of time in special effect makeup yeah god mm-hmm. those those cuts look good though we'll say that like mm-hmm. i was buying it i mean i just wish you know that she looked a little bit more not physical <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, what's up sweet treat 
Well, uh, yeah, the sweet treat, what I like, you know, uh, the sweet treat is little things you can pick up on in the movie. Sometimes it's dialogue and sometimes it's, you know, something that's not quite so apparent, maybe written on a wall, something like that, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I liked what Arthur said about the glasses. I I considered that a nice, a a bit of nice sweet treat because the glasses, it's not a sweet treat in the sense that you would pick that up. You'd be like, oh, that's just a plot point. That's a tool in the movie. But it's, if it's an actual like throwback to the original, that's actually pretty cool. And that's that's only that's that'd be like an insider sweet treat. But my sweet treat was I wanted to look into the idea of what the Devil's Zodiac was, and what I found was it is actually not a thing. I figured it might actually be a thing in like satanic cults and stuff like that, but it, it doesn't appear to be. Uh, so this this sweet treat isn't much of a sweet treat. Just going to let you know that there is no representation of the devil's zodiac in this form. Unfortunately, you know, well, the world's lesser for it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but there is a parallel of our actual zodiac, which is the zodiac. Because we, we've got the zodiac thing, you know, Scorpios and Pisces and stuff like that. And well... Most of the time, it tells you all the good things about you, but there's actually a black zodiac which tells you all the not, like bad stuff about you based on your zodiac sign. And I, I looked through all those, and they're pretty interesting. You know, they're like, oh, what what kind of, you know, what's the, what's your inner demon, you know, based on your zodiac, and that exists. So if you want to look it up, take a look, folks. See what see what nastiness dwells within you. So. Brian, what yes. I hear is that your sweet tree is the whole premise of 13 Ghost is bullshit. Yep. Well, I already said that when I, when I was talking about the whole Oculus. I, I didn't look at the Oculus Inference. I really should have done that. I assume it's a, a real thing that someone has written about in one of those books we were talking about when, when we were doing Warlock. But... Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't because even if that was correct, where the idea of the Oculus and Furnace can see through time, I would have said, no, that's a lie. (laughs) 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 Not build that house. Do not build the device because none of us will appreciate you for it and you will not get rich. Guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but I got a feeling. But tonight's gonna be the I, end I of the knew world. I knew somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you just messed up this timeline. Yeah. I got a feeling. <laughs> There's Lots that. Tough. I guess we could move on to pairings. Uh, I guess we could. I mean, no one's got anything else to say. Uh, that Cyrus is a shitty person in this. That's all I say. And gullible, like I've been saying. <laughs> he really thinks that thing. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he really thinks he's going to see into the future. <laughs> what a dude. Uh, yeah, it, not a great plan. <laughs> no. He's very trusting. Yep, I'm a yeah, and like. 1500s. I wonder yeah. how the. Uh, the process goes there where he's like this he doesn't even ever seem to question the plan like of course it's gonna <laughs> this, work this this sounds legit yeah. well that's the thing is it is a legit it is a legit machine that's powered by 13 souls oh yeah spoiler alert 
there are actually a need for 13 souls and mm-hmm. the protagonist folks is the 13th soul and his soul is the only is the last one required to power the machine but they try to trick him into because you have to sacrifice it's got to be an act of love to is the fat the last piece of the machine that's required to power it and uh they tr- they try to trick him into saying, "Oh, well, if this one person sacrifices themselves, it'll short circuit the machine." And I'm like, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> "So he's invited to the house just in case." Yeah, that's also yeah. Uh, luckily, I guess he uh, figures it out on his own. That's bullshit. But I would have been like, "Then why am I here?" Right. If I was yes. the thing that could shut this down, why would anyone want me within a hundred miles of this thing? <laughs> Just in case it's a gateway. <laughs> yeah, it but, could be but that's the thing is he's the, he's the last piece, you know. Yeah. I also I also like that the the moment when Tony Shalhoub decides that hey Cyrus isn't dead because I've counted to twelve and I'm the thirteenth ghost. But I like how he counts every one of them out loud. It's good to show a movie where math uh, is important. Yeah. I would just prefer it after he said two. He'd gone, ah, 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 ah. ah. Yep. <laughs> All right, pairings. Zach, what are you watching with uh, 13 Ghosts? Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to pair this with High Spirits, the Steve Gutenberg <laughs> movie. <laughs> I've not seen that. Uh, you haven't seen that? Oh. Really? Oh. I don't, I don't think I've heard of it. Oh, uh, well, I suggest it. Okay. It's also got um, Liam Neeson in it. <clears throat> I do love the goot. Does it have Liam Neeson in it? Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the main ghosts. Oh, oh yeah! Covers. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's a comedy, in case you can tell. It. He's uh, an American. She's a ghost. Vacation romances are always a hassle. But yeah. uh, Peter O'Toole. Are you sure about the... Uh... Peter Tool, Daryl Hannah, the Goot, uh, Peter Gallagher, little young Jennifer Tilly. All right. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a flick. This movie's fun. Like I don't yeah, care it's, that it's it's not highly rated. It's so much fun. Yeah. Well, which one do you show first, Zach? That's a million dollar <laughs> question. <laughs> how do you, how is this evening of taste making for you i'm not trying to dog you because my <laughs> movie's even funnier pick <laughs> i will show uh high spirits and then 13 ghosts <laughs> yeah sounds right this one's <laughs> titties <laughs> the next like one's titties all right brian yeah. <laughs> my pairing is ghost <laughs> like the the Whoopi Goldberg movie? Yes. Okay. Which is which is getting shown first? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, this is it's pretty much the same thing. You got these souls that haven't passed on yet. You know, it, it was like, yeah, it's it in a metaphysical sense, these movies mesh up perfectly. <laughs> Which which one's first? Which one's first? Ghost. Ghost. Okay, I, I, I Ghost, couldn't yeah. hear you say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, sorry, I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, he, he liked my. Oh, so, if you have somebody watch this, what do you tell them when they're like, "All right, well, what happens between Ghost Two and this one?" <laughs> Ghost. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's just this guy didn't get captured. He was horribly maimed in a horrific way. So he's just a regular spirit hanging out, you know. And and it's also got a medium in it. Like, what if Patrick Swayze was one of the ones in 13 Ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the juggernaut. <laughs> I think yeah. it'd have been the foreign prince. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. I just thought it the juggernaut after he uh, learns how to kill people in Ghost. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to watch uh, 13 Ghosts. Uh-huh. And then how high? With, uh, <laughs> and Redman. <laughs> where they uh, find <laughs> that they can smoke, what, the Declaration of Independence or whatever? No, and no, meet no. The they presidents. smoke ivory. They, they, smoke, they ivory. smoke Method Man's buddy, Ivory. Yeah. <laughs> they oh cheat God. to get into Harvard. Well, no, but yeah, when they get there, they start smoking presidents to learn. <laughs> yeah, I think they smoke John Adams. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man. Because the, the dude, look at the, uh, what was the campus narc, the bike patrol guy? <laughs> he steals ivory. <laughs> I have I have not seen this movie, I don't think. You have I, seen this movie. Have I seen this movie? <laughs> <laughs> How high was I? I, I I know what, yeah, that's why I was saying, I, mean, I don't remember seeing this movie. No, I'm not ashamed. We used to watch this circa 2001, 2002. I'll explain. That's so great. And, and they, they, they sing Bicycle in it. Yeah. I do. It's been a long time. I saw it when it first came out. Uh, I remember one scene from it. Um the uh, where he wakes the one guy up with Du Hast playing just a full blast and stuff. He, he doesn't wake him up. <laughs> he doesn't wake up to it. He lights the joint to wake him up or the blunt. Uh, yeah. view, listeners, I'm sorry for not remembering the actual factual <laughs> pace of that scene. Don't don't disparage the good word of how high the good. Uh, it's a fun movie. Yeah, um, apparently I just don't remember. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. With Lark Voorhees. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, rankings. Well, I was going to say, I'm surprised no one paired this with uh, Matthew Lillard's follow up to 13 Ghosts Scooby Doo. Was this, a, was Scooby after this? Yeah. And there's, that's a James Gunn script. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, or you could have, uh, you know, paired this with uh, Tony Shalhoub's other mention of a haunted house, Adam's Family Two. Hey man, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Family you know who was. You know who he was in Adam's Family Two? Uh, Plenty of people. The Adam's Family. No, he was in the bar with uh, uh, Joan Cusack whenever. Yeah, he was <laughs> a sailor. Was, uh, yeah, killing Fester. <laughs> I gotta go home and kill my husband. Your husband is a very lucky man. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> All right, rankings. Yeah. Well, Brian, you picked it. Start us off. Where are you ranking this? Thirty-third movie. So thirteen ghosts at the thirty-third position. Um, give me my mid-tier. See if that that. Basket. 
Case, Valentine, Frankenhooker, Basket Case 3, Evil Dead, Polterger, Geist, I'm on my tab. Hold on. Yeah, I was about to say, that doesn't sound right at all. There's no way in hell I'd put a Poltergeist under Valentine. I know. (laughs) That's what made me realize it. I was on the wrong one. Jeepers, Eddie. Hey, man. Like what? Um, okay. Uh, demonic toys, pumpkin head, fright night, basket case, lost boys. Uh, put go back up. Um, start at start at poltergeist. Oh, it's like number five. I know four. Poltergeist, Scrooged, Arachnophobia, Reign of Fire, The Blog, Demonic Toys. I would put this. Um, what, what's after Demonic Toys? Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Fright Night, Basket Case. Uh, put this after Basket Case. Okay, so it's pushing Lost Boys down. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, chopping Zachary. Oof, the, the pressure's off. Uh, where it, the start about number seventeen. Letters, man. Letter S. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pumpkinhead. My bloody Valentine. Return to Oz. Remote control. House. Hellraiser. No, no, no. What's above Pumpkinhead? Other movies. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Valentine, Basket Case 3, Saw, Basket Case, Frankenhooker, The Blob, The Warriors, Rain of hey, Fire. I, I got it. I will put this above Basket Case 3. Yeah. Above Basket Case 3. Just below Saw. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we found Zach's brutal murder section. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to know where that lays in your heart. Uh, what's what's inside there? Um, you know. What's what's going on? You doing okay? You want to talk about it? Check, check <laughs> out your black zodiac to find out. Yeah. Uh, are you are you a uh, are you a juggernaut right now? Is it the season of the juggernaut? You doing okay, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> what's your horoscope say? We could do our horoscope. Oh, you open a portal do our black horoscopes hell? right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look them up. Um, this movie's fun, but it, like like you said, like the tone never yeah. quite lines up. Uh, I see it twice this year too. Um, I don't. Yeah, that if this was done a little bit better, obviously I would have I would have scored it higher. It'd have been up there. Up I kind of miss that visual style of the early two thousand mm-hmm. stuff. You know, like the color on movies around that time and uh, things like that. Like it, it has that same look as like Bride of Chucky. Yeah. um, Like dark, the high contrast. Yeah. I I miss that look. 
and I think we lost it on the digital shift, probably. Um, so it's it's kind of weird to place it because there's some stuff I miss and some stuff I like, but it's just so. Or or like a like a, the saturation of the colors is a little bit more dark and and saturated. It's... And there's way more Matt Lillard than other movies <laughs> these days, like yeah. which I appreciate. Um. Monk. I'll probably put this right in between Frankenhooker and Basket Case 3. Oh, yeah. um, hmm. I, I'll put Valentine a little above it. I still think I like Valentine more. Yeah. Um, I, I just this I, I figured this was gonna be a middle of the road. I mean it's not even a high yeah. score for me. Yeah. But yeah. it is kind of hard to place this one. Yeah. Actually, so. I'm going to put it right after Evil Dead, which is right after Basket Case 3. That's all right. So it's above Poltergeist for me and above Warlock. Sorry, Warlock. But Warlock uh, has such an accurate and <laughs> flying scene. You will believe a man can fly <laughs> if mm. you watch a different movie. Mm, rendered <laughs> fat. Mm. <laughs> And he drinks it at a the Peter Pan thing. Like, so anyway, if you take some fairy dust and you believe and like have happy thoughts, you'll get lifted. And here it's like, uh, let's just render some fat from that. Maybe, from maybe that's why he asked the kid so many questions about because I think there was a little discussion about the video game he was playing. Maybe he had to think the kid's happy thoughts in order to fly. <laughs> I just think he realized you can never just ask somebody immediately, "Are you?" You gotta, you gotta grease the wheels. Yeah, you got, you just gotta grease the wheels. Hey, it's Sunday morning. Why aren't you in church? (laughs) (laughs) It's around to be baptized. Amazing. (laughs) Oh man, that's really funny. What's your favorite candy bar? And has holy water ever touched your head? (laughs) Cool. Well, I guess we're sins in the Father right up here. Oh, oh, sweet, sweet warlock. Anyway, uh, I guess on the what did we watch lately? We all watched uh, Suicide Squad. Yep. No, we all watched the Suicide Squad. <sighs> yeah, I know. Uh, just quick hit thoughts. No spoilers. Go ahead. It is. I, I will say it. Suicide, the Suicide Squad is better than the Snyder Cut. Hot take. <laughs> Why? Because it was shorter and more concise. <laughs> it's only because it was a better movie that you can say that. <laughs> now, do you enjoy it though? Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I well, I enjoyed the Snyder Cut. I just had to break it down into 19 viewings. <laughs> That has nothing to do with this. But this movie is awesome. And I really uh, like King Shark. Bird. And Brian, quick thoughts? Um, I was mostly okay with it. Uh, I kind of was disappointed with... um, Minor spoilers here, folks. I was a little disappointed with um, Harley's escape scene. Because I don't like it when they overpower for a momentary scene like that. 
like her spinny shooty stuff where she's just like wow she's an ace marksman that never comes up (laughs) by the way did you switch letters when you just said that or did i hear it weird she's an ace marksman i thought he like said like she's a mace marksman or something i don't know it was weird in my head ace marksman (laughs) yeah i I get what you're saying Brian, I, I completely and, agree with that little like, scene. There, there, was, there was stuff I was just like, you know, like little things in that scene got me going. I was like, oh, they don't quite get Harley's character because I've been watching Harley since her inception. I'm just like, oh, this is just this, this a little off course. Just a little, not a whole lot, just a little. And I had like when she was choking that guy, I was like, cool, cool. This is nice. I, I figured uh, I would have preferred her to... Uh, open her eyes with a smile rather than a sinister look. And I don't think we needed her to have the imaginary upper body strength to lift him off the ground like that. It's just, it's, it's not, it, it's just a little too much. I think they put a little too much into her right there. Like she would have preferred explosions to guns as well. Yeah. It's just, it's just I agree with you. I, 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 I see it. That's not how she would have done it. It would have been more chaotic. She was just a little too precise in that weird spinny, I've got these pistols scene. I was like, my God. It just was like, yeah, that was, we, that was. We, Brian, I was going to say, we know she's not an ace, ace marksman. If we, you've seen birds of prey. Yeah. I mean, she's <laughs> not an ace marksman. She was, she may have been made in an ace chemical plant, but she's not an ace marksman. <laughs> Thank you. Boom. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, eh. Eh. I really enjoyed it. I thought it got a little long in the middle. We just talked to Casey about it. Like, um, they go to the little time movement stuff just a little too much. Um, but other than that, like, a mm-hmm. uh, really good time. James Gunn is a master at bringing rando characters together and having a good time. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like one of the least movies by committee that DC's done, so that was nice. And maybe they'll eventually learn something from, you know, it's it's the problem's going to be, you know, some lacking of box office or something will teach them all the wrong lessons again, and they'll think that they have to do all the wrong stuff again instead of just building on stuff they did right. So yeah, and uh, you know, another minor spoiler from the beginning of the movie, long. Long may he rest, Captain Boomerang. Wait, why are you doing this to people? We didn't sign him up for Suicide Squad spoilers. Oh, I've said minor spoilers. Yeah, but then you immediately said them. Like I said, long, long may he rest. There's plenty of time for the go. Oh no! And throw the uh, headset across the room or whatever. Um. So anyway, if you're saying I ruined the movie from that, well, they've got a long watch ahead of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. No, I, I, I was, I was, I, it bummed me out, but I understood. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm glad it bummed out Harley too. (laughs) I was like, oh shit. I like it. It's the only person. It's the only other person she knows except for flag on the team. (laughs) (laughs) I like peacemaker. He, oh yeah, Cena was amazing. Uh, I'm very excited about his his series um, that they shot after this. Um, he they enjoyed him so much he got a spinoff series. So 
Let's go. Probably only be the one season. <laughs> I doubt. I who knows, man. That's fine. I that's one of the actual things I like about some of the stuff that HBO does is they know exactly how long they want that story to be. True. All right. I'm going to say something here. I want <clears throat> from this movie. Okay. Uh, I want them to ignore everything else and just do Suicide Squad movies. Yeah. Or even a series. Like, mm -hmm. like I, I like the idea when they introduce one of the characters. It's like, what did he do? It's like, oh, he put Superman in the ICU with a mm -hmm. kryptonite bullet. You know, we never see that in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. God, I'm hating. I'm hating saying Cinematic Universe, but I think that's great. That's I. I think they should just ignore the entire thing except for Suicide Squad and tell the like because there's plenty of Suicide Squad stuff to do, mm -hmm. and I think that's the that's where they should have focused. I think that and I and Arthur said they're probably going to learn all the wrong lessons and we're not going to get a whole lot more. Of what we want, like I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's ignore. We could do cameos of superheroes occasionally. That'd be okay, you know. But um, let's 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 do let's do a DCU of Suicide Squad, where you tell the entire story through the captured villains. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. It's uh. I would, I would very much like you know, more Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I just kind of wonder is like, what? It'd be nice, you know, if they told more. Like, it'd be nice if they did that because then people might have realized, um, oh, Captain Boomerang is a Flash villain. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I don't think that's ever brought up. In it, it is in the first one. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the flat, like how he gets arrested. I forgot is about that. Is that like an extended cut? I don't know. It was the one I that don't was think it's in the theater. Might release. have been. I did see the extended cut, and I kind of okay. remember that. Okay. See, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen the extended cut. Like I'm pretty. Mm -hmm. I thought so it showed how they all were arrested. Every one of them in the Suicide Squad that got there. I thought it like had like a little five ten second cut scene of them, mm -hmm. how they're arrested. Yeah. Except for Harley and. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Will Smith. Uh, also, what I I'd like them to. There's one more thing I'd like them to ignore. And uh, that's uh, Thug Life Joker. If we could ignore the existence of Thug Life Joker, I would be 100% happy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, yeah, it's it's a different Joker. She was in love with. Yeah, it's you know, you know she let's let's be real. She's still in love with, but uh, you know, whatever. Their relationship is complicated and sad. One. <laughs> a little bit. Especially when you realize the Joker likes her too. Mm -hmm. All right, no, no. <sighs> Anything else uh, noteworthy from the last week's scene? Um, I've been. I, I, think of. The, I, I can't say a, a craving I've been having, but it's not on any of the streaming services, and I don't want to rent it. You know, because I just don't want to. I just know it's going to show up. I've been wanting to watch The Hunt for Red October for whatever year. I, I, I get a hankering every once in a while to watch The Hunt for Red October. Out of that's funny. Yeah. It's it, it's weird that that's one of the movies that just kind of screams at me to watch occasionally. 
like every every two years or something. I'm like, you know what? I want to watch the Hunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of Alec uh, Baldwin, Jack Ryan. No, nah, I just like that whole movie. I I think I've only seen about the last two or three minutes of it at one point. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not going to try to sell it to you, but yeah, I like it. I have not seen that in Imagine probably over wild. 20 years. Yeah. It's probably been about for me. Yeah. I can recall it being on in the house, I think, one time, and I looked and I go, okay, that's what that is. Yeah. Mm hmm. I rewatched Freddy vs. Jason recently. It's a great time. Uh, Still awesome. Yeah, Should I bring really back enjoyed it. lots of memories for all of us. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know something? I've watched that movie a bunch, and I've never noticed. Um, and I'll just share it and real quick. Uh, you know when he Will is in the uh, insane asylum or whatever the the institution. <clears throat> And the story breaks on the TV. Have y'all ever noticed the call letters of the news station? Yeah. I forget them, but I know they're cheeky. Okay. Kruger. K-R-G-R. <laughs> I was like, what? what? I've cheeky. never paid that much attention to it. So. <clears throat> yeah. I knew Brian would have. I figured Brian would have spotted it. Yeah. Just, just like, oh, well, it's one of those things. Yeah, folks. So you, so you, need, you need to know this, folks. Uh, all three of us went dressed up. With a gang of folks to watch Freddy vs. Jason in the theater. And uh, it was a good time. It was a great time. I remember... Can't, uh, Brian can't... Brian went as Jason and he was told he could not wear his mask walking through the theater. Which is pretty I, ironic nowadays, right? And I went as Freddy and <laughs> went in full, like, skullcap latex. And not a word was said. <laughs> <laughs> with all like look part and bloody yeah, i want to know why they didn't check our weapons at the gate yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember leaving the theater on the road at the traffic light there was a van with a family next to our car and we put down the window and zach put his kruger hand to my neck and i had i already had like the pre-cut blood thing they're just like dangling, like looking at the other car, going hell. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, I liked. Uh, there was, there was when we sat down, Zach. Um, I you know, two. I think it was to our right. There was, you know, people not in our group. And it was these these two girls, and they they were going, oh my god, look over there. You know, they were they were. You, you could hear them. You know, they were kind of doing the low whispers, and I I played it real good because I I went as Jason. And I just kind of, kind of had my mask back on at this point. And I, I just kind of did the slow turn to them. <laughs> and they, it freaked them out. And remember the girls that came out of the bathroom, Zach? Do what? Well, we were walking by, and those those two girls came out of the bathroom, and they just they, they got they lost their shit. <laughs> Turned around and <laughs> yeah. went back in That's the bathroom. Funny. That's amazing. That was a good time. Yeah. The, yeah. You know what I remember is... Uh, it was such a great time watching it, but we also had the worst seats available for a theater because yep. <laughs> we, we were like were two minutes front. late. Yeah, yeah, we, we were in yeah. the front row. We were in the front that row. Was fun for that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was I fun know. for that because everyone knew it we were there. For that. And then Brian and I missed the golden opportunity when the movie was over. We did not turn around and bow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that had been breaking KFAB. Yeah. I didn't yeah. break KFAB whole night. <laughs> 
Kayfabe, brother. Kayfabe. Oh, Kayfabe? Okay. Kayfabe. It's all right. I knew what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the guy? Like, I almost remember everything anyone said to us. There was that guy who was like, man, because he started talking to you, Zach. He was like, yeah, man, just, I didn't I did, I, I did yeah. know you could do that. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't know you could fight like that, man. <laughs> oh, man. No, good stuff. Good stuff all around. Uh, I can't remember. I, I, you, did you go as a camp counselor? Arthur? Yeah, so that was the thing we did with the rest of the people was camp counselors and people in pajamas. Yeah. Uh, and I had a camp counselor shirt yeah. um, that was bloodied up. Yeah. Big fan. Good, good times. It's the only time I ever went in costume to a movie. It's the only time I've ever shaved my head for a costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. About that commitment. Yeah. At least it was memorable. Sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's uh, probably about it. We talk about what's coming next, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so are we doing like a review? Of I this think I, I, I would like to do, yeah, a, re- a review of our list of movies and our rankings, you know, and we're just going to discuss them and, you know, validate them to each other. It's like if we got any questions or, you know, just discuss, you know, open discussion, really. Yeah. So we're going to kind of do a season break here, take a few weeks off after, but we're going to do a first an episode looking at the first 33 movies and also we'll be carrying some of those over and leaving some of those behind for season two just Uh, just to make the list manageable folks that's all and mm -hmm. to give us some reference Mm -hmm. those things indeed yes yes all right uh that's all i got zach you got anything else uh no sir Brian, take us home. Folks, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but there's always good advice in a movie sometimes. Like if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. But this is going to be my own personal advice. If the devil possesses you and makes a machine design for you that says you can see the future, don't believe it. If you do, everyone else is going to hate you for it. Because thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm.